Welcome to the Focus Church Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that it inspires you and gives you a fresh perspective. Enjoy the sermon. Well, hello, church. I trust you are all doing well. Mike Santiago here, currently at our Apex campus. And man, I miss you. As your pastor, as your leader, as the head of our spiritual household, I miss being with my Focus family more than anything else. I love that we've been able to have some time of rest. I love that we've had some time of reflection. I love to be able to preach to you via technology, but there is no substitute for the gathering of the saints. There is no substitute for gathering together as the church, and my soul longs for it. I don't know if you were able to join us for our prayer meeting on Wednesday night, but the Lord really moved. And I trust that you'll be able to join me this upcoming Wednesday night as we go live again. We're gonna partake of the Lord's Supper together. Uh, When I say together, I mean each of us in our individual homes, but we're gonna be together in one accord. I wanna encourage you to tune in to our Facebook, our YouTube, and our Instagram this Wednesday night at seven o'clock for what we are calling pause. It's a prayer experience. And I wanna take you through the needs of of the people in our church that have submitted prayer needs you can go ahead and submit your prayer needs at uh, hello at focus.church or focus.church slash prayer it would be my greatest joy to stand with you during this time i know that these times are tough i know that these times are are uncertain but i know that god has a plan he understands our future more than we can recall our past. And I wanna let you know today, the God of the universe, the God that puts the stars in the sky, the God that separated the, the earth and the land and the water, he has a plan for your life. And so if you are currently experiencing a tough time, maybe your, your mental state is, is currently struggling, maybe your marriage is currently struggling, maybe you're just, your, your own sanity is having a hard time coping with what's going on. I wanna let you know that I've been in prayer for you, that I've been standing in the gap for you, and we will continue to do everything we can as a church to care for you and to provide for you. We've been giving away the money that we raised several Sundays ago, nearly $12,000 for kids that are going hungry. We've partnered with Grow Our Kids and we've partnered with the Interfaith Food Shuttle here in Raleigh. And I wanna let you know that your generosity during this season is critical so that we can still remain uh, the church, that we could be the hands and feet of Jesus. And when you give, you enable us to do that together. So I wanna invite you to join us on Wednesday for pause, a prayer experience. I also wanna invite you to continue to give because when you give, you enable us to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Well, if you have a copy of God's word today, you can open up a new tab in your browser, grab a paper Bible and turn with me to the book of Luke, the 19th chapter. The book of Luke, the 19th chapter is where we're gonna be today. I've titled this message, A Sermon on Short Notice. A Sermon on Short Notice. Now I know I know that a lot of things are changing week to week, day to day. I mean, there's a press conference hour after hour. And I know that there's a lot of things that are happening on short notice. And I want to preach to you today titled A Sermon on Short Notice. That's because we're going to be talking about a man. His name is Zacchaeus. He's also short physically. He's unable to get to Jesus because of the crowd. It's the first Example of New Testament social distancing. Luke 19 verse 1 says, Jesus entered Jericho and he made his way through the town. There was a man there and his name was Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region 
and he had become very rich. He had tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass by that way. When Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and he called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. But the people, there's always the people, but the people were displeased. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half of my wealth to the poor, Lord. And if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. The original stimulus package brought to you by Zacchaeus, giving you back four times as much. Jesus responded, verse nine, salvation has come to this home today. For this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and save those who are lost. Let me pray before I preach. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for technology that enables us to be worshiping together in many homes around the world, not just locally here in the triangle, but now we're able to go global because of technology. And we just ask that the, the preaching of your word the reading of your word would pierce our hearts and would change our lives. We thank you for what you're doing, squeezing glory out of every tragedy, getting glory out of every situation. And I pray that you would come into the homes of those that are watching today and that you would meet them right where they are in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. This man, Zacchaeus, is forced into social distancing. The crowd is too large. He's too short. So what does he have to do? He has to separate himself from everyone else and he has to climb a tree. He has to distance himself from the crowd. And I, I believe that that's what God is calling us to do during this season. And I, I wanna let you know today, my first point is this, is that social distance does not mean spiritual distance. Social distance does not mean spiritual distance. Just because I have to draw myself away from the crowd doesn't mean I have to draw myself away from Christ. It says in Mark 1.35, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up and left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Jesus himself, the, the son of the living God, God in the flesh, had to distance himself in order to have relationship with the Father. Maybe, just maybe, that you, you have been forced to, to distance yourself from the crowd so that you could get closer to God. I'm asking myself this question lately. Is it possible that a forced distance socially turns out to be God's way of closing the gap between us and Him spiritually? Let me ask that question one more time. If you're taking notes, you can write this down. Is it possible that a forced distance socially turns out to be God's way of closing the gap between us and him spiritually? Maybe social distancing is God's plan for him to be close to you. The Bible says to draw near to God and he will draw near to you. When I create distance from distraction, 
I become desperate for what matters most. When I create distance from the things that do not matter, I create proximity to the things that do matter. I came to preach to someone today in the comment section that feels like they're lonely, like it feels like they're lost. I want to let you know right now that God is not far from you in this time. And that social distance is not spiritual distance. Oh, he came to seek and save those who are lost. And so maybe you feel lost right now. Maybe you feel uh, not equipped to handle the challenges in your life. Maybe you feel like, like the distance that has been created between you and the people you thought you need. That might be God's plan to get you closer to him than ever before. You might realize that the relationships you were relying on in your past were the things keeping you from God's preferred future. You might realize that the relationships that got cut off because of social distancing are the very relationships God needed you to get rid of in order for him to speak to you clearly, in order for him to speak to you directly. Social distancing is not spiritual distancing. My second observation is this, is that alone does not mean anonymous. Alone does not mean anonymous. Verse 5 says, when Jesus came by, he looked at, up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest at your home today. I came to tell someone who thinks that they've been forgotten about. Someone who feels abandoned right now. Someone who feels like their life is falling apart. I want to let you know that alone does not mean anonymous. You might have had to separate yourself from the crowd, but Christ walked up to Zacchaeus and called him by name, and Christ can come into your living room right now, into your kitchen right now, into your bedroom right now, and he can call you by name. Just because you feel alone does not mean that you are anonymous. I wanna let you know that he specializes in incubator environments. God is a specialist when it comes to getting his people alone. He loves to, to for them to know that he knows their name. Even in the darkest valley, he is your God. Even in the darkest cave while you're by yourself, he is the God. He is the God of the tomb. When you are all alone, when you feel like everything is falling apart, he is there and he knows your name. He is the God of the furnace. When no one else is there, he will send the fourth one in the fire. He is the God of the belly of the belly of the whale. He will speak to you at your darkest times. He is a God that speaks to you when you're in a jail cell. I want to let you know, you might feel alone, but you are not anonymous. He has your name written down in the Lamb's book of life. He has the hairs on your head numbered. He is not here to abandon you. He did not bring you this far to leave you right where you are, but instead he has called you by name and he looks up at the tree and says, I'm not going to leave you at a distance. I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm not going to let you remain anonymous. But instead, I'm calling you by name and I need to go to your house today. What a powerful truth that we can feel alone, but know that we are not anonymous. There is nowhere that you can go that he cannot find you. 
There is nothing you can do to get God to forget about you. I want to say that one more time for the people in the back. There is nowhere that you can go that he cannot find you. You can climb the tallest tree. You can go to the darkest cave. You can go to the deepest valley. You can go to the belly of the whale and the bottom of the ocean. But God's grace will always find you. His love will always rescue you. And not only will he rescue you, he will call you by name with such specificity that he knows exactly what you need. There is nothing you can do that can get him to forget about you because God specializes in incubator environments. This quarantine might not have been sent by God. This disease might not have been sent by God. This tragedy might not have been sent by God, but I came to tell you right now, it will be used by God. God specializes in using that which he did not intend to use, which you think he cannot use. He can squeeze glory out of tragedy. He can get, he can get anointing out of, out of that which is annoying. He can do what only he can do, which is to take something that the enemy intended for evil and he can turn it around for good. And I have never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen his descendants begging for bread. So you might feel alone, but you are not anonymous. He knows your name. He walked up to Zacchaeus and said, Zacchaeus, and I'm sure Zacchaeus was taken back that this Messiah, that this rabbi, that the son of the living God would know his name. And I pray wherever you are today that you would be taken back by the fact that the God of the universe knows your name, that you might feel alone, but you're not anonymous today. That, that you might feel all by yourself, that you might feel like you're going crazy, that your mind is, is, you're having a battle in your mind. But I wanna let you know today, you might feel alone, but you are not anonymous. If you are a believer in Christ Jesus, you are more than a conqueror. If you are a believer in Christ Jesus, your name has been written on the Lamb's Book of Life. And if you stumbled across this video and you are not a believer, I wanna let you know today, your days of being anonymous are over because you can receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You feel alone right now. The world is crazy. Things are, things are going haywire. Every day it's something new. But let me tell you right now, you my friend, you, my friend, can be known by God. What a privilege that in a time of tragedy, someone can know your name. What a privilege that in a time of, of uncertainty, a God would know you by name. If he did it for Zacchaeus, that climbed a tree, that got away from the crowd, then he could do it for you. He went to Zacchaeus' home and he said, you know what, today I will be at your house. And I wanna let you know today, God can come into your house right now through salvation, through his son, Jesus. So if you're watching this and you wanna be saved, I just want you to write in the comment section, I need Jesus. I need Jesus. If you just write those three words in the comment section, some of my friends are gonna be able to get in touch with you and walk this journey out with you. Just write, I need Jesus in the comment section. Those of you that are believers, I wanna let you know right now that God has your name written down. He has the hairs on your head numbered and he loves you more than you can ever imagine. It's my privilege today to pray with you as we close our time together for you to understand that God knows your name. If you wanna be saved, I wanna encourage you to just to write, I need Jesus in the comment section. Let's pray together as we close. Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the gift of salvation that is coming to so many homes, to so many people that are desperate looking for answers. You are the answer. We are no longer alone. We are, we, are, we are no longer anonymous. We are known by you, we are loved by you, we are chosen by you. And we thank you for calling us out of the tree, out of hiding, 
and into our homes. Thank you, because we know that social distance is not spiritual distance, and we can be close to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Hey, thank you so much for watching today's sermon and enjoying today's message. I trust that the presence of God came right to your home, and I love you so much. I can't wait to be with you again. Thanks again for joining us, and thank you to those who give generously to make the ministry possible. You can click the link in our description to give now or visit givetofocus.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, and while you're at it, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at MyFocusChurch. We'd love to hear how God is speaking to you.